0: TrapCast Express. Express. TrapCast Express. It's Wednesday, April 13th, 2022. This is going to be a fairly brief podcast uh, since it's Holy Week. And next week, we're going to release the big TrapCast 32. So just two quick things. First, Speaking at his general audience today, the Argentinian apostate Jorge Bergoglio, some people call him Pope Francis, suddenly discovered that Jesus Christ gives peace not as the world gives. After quoting John 14, 27, the fake pope said, quote, "...they are two different approaches, the way the world gives us peace and the way God gives us peace. They are different." The peace Jesus gives to us at Easter is not the peace that follows the strategies of the world, which believes it can obtain it through force, by conquest, and with various forms of imposition. This peace, in reality, is only an interval between wars." Well, you know, such pious-sounding words from his otherwise blasphemous lips would be a little more believable if Francis didn't hasten at every opportunity to look for peace by means of interreligious prayer meetings, such as the one at Assisi in 2016, where infidels of every kind, not just Jews and Muslims, but even pagans like Hindus, Jains, Brahmins, Voodooists, etc., petitioned their false gods to bestow some kind of peace on the world. That, for Francis, is apparently also the peace of God, not the peace of the world. Well, I've got bad news for Francis. In 1922, Pope Pius XI wrote this in his first encyclical, It is therefore a fact which cannot be questioned that the true peace of Christ can only exist in the kingdom of Christ the peace of Christ in the kingdom of Christ. It is no less unquestionable that in doing all we can to bring about the reestablishment of Christ's kingdom, we will be working most effectively toward a lasting world peace, That was Pius XI writing a hundred years ago in his encyclical, Ubi Arcano, number 49. Now, is Bergoglio working for the re-establishment of the kingdom of Christ in this world? Of course not. He's working to bring about a kingdom of naturalism, one that is based not on the divine virtues of faith, hope, and charity, but on the Masonic ideals of liberty, equality, and fraternity. And he continually hijacks and distorts the gospel, To achieve that nefarious end. In other news, the Vatican is in hot water after releasing the meditations for Good Friday's Stations of the Cross at the Roman Colosseum. Since the Vatican II Church is not the Church of God, but the Church of Man, It is not surprising that when it comes to the way of the cross, the post-Catholic Vatican is big into meditating not so much on the sufferings of Christ as on the sufferings of man. And so, whereas they could simply use the beautiful meditations on the Passion of Christ written by countless saints over the last two millennia, instead, every year, The Vatican commissions someone, either an individual or a group of people, to compose new meditations from scratch. This year, Francis chose select families to prepare the meditations, and it's a different family for each station. Now, the way this works in the Vatican is that they do not, of course, pray the conventional stations of the cross, as... Most Catholics would know them. Rather, they have what they call the biblical stations of the cross. And so, although it is still 14 in number, they're a bit different. For example, they begin with the agony in the garden and include also the betrayal of Judas and the denial of St. Peter. Each station was assigned to a different family, and each family reflected on its own lived experience for that station. The result is as follows. The meditation of the first station was prepared by a young married couple. The second by a missionary family. The third by an elderly couple without children. The fourth by a large family. The fifth by a family with a disabled child. The sixth by a family managing a home for families. The seventh by a family with an ill parent the 8th by a couple of grandparents, the ninth by an adoptive family, the 10th by a widow with children, the 11th by a family with a consecrated child, the 12th by a family that lost a child, the 13th by a Ukrainian and a Russian family, and the 14th by a family of migrants." Looks like they forgot families with no employment. Oh, well, it's only 14 stations, so... Anyway, you can see that the focus is once again mostly on man. Christ, yeah, is also a part of it somehow, but the emphasis on the lived experience of man is hard to miss. And of course, that's the point, because that's how the new theology works. This year... In the 13th station, which is dedicated to Christ dying on the cross, the meditation is downright blasphemous. Just for context, that's the one composed by a Russian and a Ukrainian family. Here, this is a direct quote from the Vatican website. As you hear these words, remember, this is supposed to be a meditation on our Lord. Dying on the cross for our salvation. Quote Death everywhere. Life that seems to lose its value. Everything changes in a few seconds. Our life, our days, the carefree winter snow, bringing the children to school, work, embraces, friendships, everything. Everything suddenly loses meaning and value. Where are you, Lord? Where are you hiding? We want our life back as before. Why all of this? What wrong did we do? Why have you forsaken us? Why have you forsaken our peoples? Why did you break up our families like this? Why do we no longer have the desire to dream and to go on living? Why has my land become as dark as Golgotha? We have no tears left. Anger has given way to resignation. We know that you love us, Lord, but we don't feel this love, and it drives us to desperation. We wake up in the morning and feel happy for a few moments, but then we suddenly think how difficult it will be to reconcile ourselves to all this. Lord, where are you? Speak to us amid the silence of death and division, and teach us to be peacemakers, brothers and sisters, and to rebuild what bombs try to destroy. Unquote. That is what Bergoglio and everyone at the Colosseum will be praying on Good Friday for the 13th station. While the crucified Lord is hanging on the cross, suffering for our redemption, they'll be yelling at him, what wrong did we do? Yeah, that's a really good idea, to be complaining to our Lord while he's redeeming us that we've done nothing wrong. And it shows how much they've understood the Passion, right? In fact, that gives a whole new meaning to the term Good Friday reproaches. That's the traditional song of lamentation that is put on the lips of the suffering Redeemer that's chanted during the adoration of the cross ceremony on Good Friday. So now they turn that around and complain to Christ that they have to suffer. They reproach him. It is unbelievable. Now, don't worry, we're not going to go through all of these meditations now. And let me be clear, certainly not all of the meditations are like that, blasphemous and stuff. Not at all. Some of them are just fine. They simply don't belong in the stations of the cross. It's the passion of Christ You're supposed to meditate on when walking the way of the cross, not the passion of man. It is Christ who died for our sins, not the poor, not the marginalized, not the unemployed, not the disabled, not the aborted, not migrants or refugees, and not Mother Earth either. If you think about it, it's really not that difficult to grasp. Anyway, a big controversy has erupted now about that 13th station. Not, mind you, because it's offensive to our crucified Lord, but because it's offensive to man. Well, at least to one man, as we'll find out in a moment, because it was composed by both a Ukrainian and a Russian family who will also be carrying the cross for that station at the Colosseum on Friday. And while there's war between Russia and Ukraine, I guess you can't have that. Here's a report from Crux, published yesterday, April 12th. Quote, According to the head of the Ukrainian Greek Catholic Church, the Vatican's decision to have a Ukrainian and a Russian family participate together in a Good Friday event led by Pope Francis is offensive. I consider such an idea untimely, ambiguous, and such that it does not take into account the context of Russia's military aggression against Ukraine, wrote Major Archbishop Sviatoslav Shevchuk in a statement released Tuesday. For the Greek Catholics of Ukraine, the texts and gestures of the 13th station of this way of the cross are incoherent and even offensive, especially in the context of the expected second, even bloodier attack of Russian troops on our cities and villages. I know that our Roman Catholic brothers share these thoughts and concerns. Now, it's clear that the meditation is offensive. Of course it is. But it's an offense against God. Now, maybe I missed it, but I don't think Archbishop Shevchuk mentions that part. So, let me offer a solution here as far as that issue of Ukrainians and Russians together carrying the cross. Why don't we just focus on Jesus Christ carrying the cross and dying for our sins on Good Friday instead of this or that victim group? Problem solved. Tratcast Express is a production of Novos Ordo Watch, Check us out at tradcast.org, and if you like what we're doing, please consider making a tax-deductible contribution at novusortowatch.org slash donate.